Hello everyone, this is Danielle from Making It Make Sense with my friends Isaiah, Theo, Vincent, and of course yours truly, Danielle. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV. And listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you real soon. Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to Making It Make Sense. I'm newly joining this podcast. I'm along with my friends, Isaiah, Vincent, and Theo, of course. <laughs> and I'm Danielle. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm Danielle. Today, we're tackling the not-so-tough topic of religion and spirituality. This is actually part two in this conversation, and so we're going to dive right into it. Yes. Oh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is going to be so fun. I'm happy to join y'all. And I'm really excited about this. I'm sorry it took me so long to get on board. Just get all the kinks worked out. But we got them worked out. We here now. Okay. I'm here now. I'm married now. <laughs> and thank you for being here again. Thank you for your time always. Again, we're tackling the topic of spiritual spirituality and religion. And uh, where'd you guys leave off? I mean, we were all kind of all over the place. We we're talking about a little about like you know witches, a little bit like oh, yeah. here. not witches. <laughs> yes, <laughs> a little bit. My favorite you know, witches. You know, like, oh, yeah. and stuff like that because you know because you know we're a coven and all. <laughs> <laughs> As a Christian like, man, it's not I like can't starting stand. a new year off with a witch burning at the stake. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Something that we had sp- spoken about in the other episode was how we were raised, or you know, what religion we grew up with. Mm-hmm. So let's start with that, Danielle. Do you um, remember or recall what religion you were raised in or practiced? Yeah, I grew up. Um, I grew up in the inner city of Camden, New Jersey, and mm-hmm. I went to Catholic school in the hood, and mm-hmm. uh, so I did a little bit of uh, Catholicism as well as uh, United Methodist, all Christian um, forms of Christianity, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and throughout my life, I've you know explored Buddhism and um, not so much Islam, but mm-hmm. um, but various forms of Christianity like Baptist. Which I am present present day Baptist. I've also explored a little bit of being a Quaker. So oh. I like I like to. What's death. a Quaker? Can you tell me about it? Uh, sure. Uh... I mean, it's it's uh, it's a religion. Not so much. It, it is a Christian religion, but I think it's less centered on God, but more on goodness, right? Oh, and in I the like style that. of religion is what the, the key hallmarks of that is the style of religion. They don't necessarily have a a preacher or pastor that sits in the pulpit on a weekly basis, mm-hmm. but a, a, a group of elders. And the Quakers were very instrumental in um, abolitionism uh, in the United States, the uh, um, abolishment of slavery in the United States. They were very, very, most people find them to be very peaceable and they understand themselves to be peaceable Christians who are, who like simple things. Simple yeah, things. I was thinking more of like, you know, kind of 
no disrespect to like you know rice crisp you know little rice cakes that's it actually you know <laughs> oh, what that's, that's really well, the Quaker actually, Oats man. yeah the Quaker Oats man that's really actually uh yeah I think that's supposed to be Ben Franklin really or image of Ben Franklin who was also mm-hmm. a Quaker there are some notable Quakers throughout American history okay. uh, they, I know that. very centered in Philadelphia and New York and very good people. Very good. Are these the Amish people? No, they're not Amish. Amish. I was going to I was going to make that distinction. No, they're not Amish. Mm-hmm. But they practice much of their how they practice religion is is it's um it reflects um Amish the Amish people in many different ways. Like well, you know, I knew that the Quaker Oats man was a Quaker outside of the name, but because remember the um, conversation about getting rid of the Aunt Jemima. Because yes. it was a negative uh, figure and all that stuff. And some mm-hmm. ignorant Fox News person said, oh, well, how come we don't get rid of the Quaker man? You know, he's a slave <laughs> owner and a slave man. And somebody said, actually, no, Quakers were anti-slavery and got rid of that and all this yeah. prejudice and all that nonsense years before. You know, they reconciled all of those things. So this man that was there was actually someone that was anti-slavery, anti-prejudice, and was practicing what true Quakers do. So mm-hmm. I remember reading that and seeing that. I, I live here in uh, New Jersey and every now and again, I'll be driving down the road and see a, a meeting house where they call a meeting house, which is their church. It's a, and it's even their church is set up in, in such a way where things would be simple and it's very communal and the elders uh, sit in sort of the center and they discuss um, texts and the, the biblical sacred texts, whatever the text they're drawing from, as well as, um, uh, think other things that are important to them as a as a faith based community, so that that's pretty much my experience. I didn't have much experience being a Quaker, um, mm-hmm. but um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, I kind of like to throw people off guard. Yeah, I'm your you know neighborhood black transgender Quaker. How you doing? <laughs> <laughs> bang bang, bang bang. bang. <laughs> Listen, I love that operating in all wheelhouses. Okay. That's hello. Yeah. How you doing? <laughs> And how um, was your journey to spirituality? What brought you to a spiritual place or to understand that? Yeah, I just came to the understanding that religion is often a hub. It's a good hub. Religion is is best when um, spirituality is the focal point. Oh. I just see mm-hmm. I see religion as a hub for spirituality, and so many people get religion wrong and they use it as a tool of oppression. I mean, certainly uh-huh. we have. History of that here in the United States, in which um, our own American history shows that you know the early Christians uh, they wanted their independence from Great Britain, but they wanted to keep their slaves, mm-hmm. and so but but also a lot of their theology was centered on um, slavery. Slavery being good, it was said that mm-hmm. that slavery was good for Black folks. It was oh. it was intended for them. They based it, it on the, civilize them. Yeah, slavery. they mm-hmm. based it on. Um, on this uh, biblical t- narrative about um, Ham seeing his father, Noah's nakedness, his father's nakedness, and Noah cursing him. And they say that they were saying this theology, this horrible theology that was really prevalent around the turn of the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, this theology was very prevalent. In fact, whole institutions that remain today, uh, ac- institutions of academia, mm-hmm. um, were based off this theology that of course, slavery was good for black folks. It was part of what God intended. 
if you can believe that. Yeah. And good, well-meaning white folks would stand around and watch lynchings after Sunday, uh, Sunday school. So, um, so that my history with uh, religion and, and uh, spirituality was so tumultuous and so torturous mm -hmm. that I decided to go get some education in it. And I went to HPCU and, and got a degree in it. And, um, you know, I found that to be really liberating. So just some things that Especially for all I, the assholes that try to use it as a tool of like oppression. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's very empowering. Yeah. They try to come yeah. for you. You're like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> you, right, exactly. Absolutely. And even in that, even in that, there's some grace I, I give people because mm -hmm. they don't know. They, they just don't know. They don't. Bless you their know, hearts. I, I've heard Danielle encounter some ignorant psychos that want to spew the Bible, and Danielle has shut them down with the, you know with the facts that she knows because they, they they think they're talking to any regular Joe Schmo from off the street, and Danielle <laughs> had you can hear a pin drop when she is check them and she asked it asked question from a place of authority and knowing. And it's such a beautiful thing that gives me goosebumps every time she's done it. I love that. It's like a, I love a I love a good conscious educated read, right? Like, and she's good at that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I like that. Right, like a good conscious, conscious educated read. Like there, I, I, there's nothing to me. There's nothing like that. Honestly, there's you know you can read some. Oh well, you're a bit and you're you know, but it, from a space of of just pure knowledge is it electrifies the soul. Yes, absolutely. Mm. absolutely. I, I agree. It's really empowering. It's really empowering. So those are my thoughts on um, religion and spirituality. Um, I mean, I, it, it's somehow being Christian has gotten a bad rap these days. I I don't have a problem mm. saying that I am a Christian, mm. but just because I'm a Christian doesn't mean that I think being a Buddhist is wrong. I don't think yeah. Buddhists are going to hell. Right. I don't think. Um, people who are islam uh, uh muslim are going to hell i i just think that um christianity for me is a great way for me to connect with through through spirituality spirituality to connect with the divine yes mm -hmm. I've, I've always had you know and it's and i think even just from like from last season like when we spoke i always feel just kind of when you enter the conversation, I feel like you, you really present like such a hopeful view of it just because I've, and it, you know, from the last episode kind of, you, you can kind of, kind of glean like my, what my feelings are um, in relation to religion. Sometimes I've had a very fraught relationship with it personally. Um, and so I, I, I feel more, and I loved what you said about religion being a hub for spirituality. I feel like for me personally, and I you know, don't know where, I know everyone else sits kind of with it, but for me personally, that is, that's so much more digestible than the relationship I've had with just religion alone. I've always kind of, especially in, in adulthood, viewed religion and spirituality almost as like separate entities. And so to, to kind of use the, frame it as, religion being the hub for spirituality just is a it, it's way more digestible and there's like so, so much more of a beauty in it and the divinity of it all you know but you know yeah. i also like what you just said too daniel that you know it's true that christians get a bad rep and as a muslim i can tell you very bad rep because mm -hmm. you i've encountered christians in my life that have always been very fundamentalist mm -hmm. 
that it's the Christian way, the Christian doctrine, the Christian ideology, and everybody else is going to hell. Yes. Mm. And That's I, like, what whose sins are, if you're still studying in other ways, then like who are you to judge? Like, what, 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 I, what I've always, um, coming to this country, I've always, as a Muslim, um, from an Arab country, you see that people look at you wrong. I've never, well, I, I, I was always raised around Muslims, but being around Christians, I never felt secure in my religion or, my, or secure in my spirituality as a Muslim because I was always being told that Islam and Allah are not the way to go. Mm. Mm. Instead of saying what, you know, what the reality is, we are all Buddhists, we are all Christians, we're all Muslims, we're all Catholics, we're all taking different journeys to the same goal, to the same destination. Gotcha. And a lot of Christians, are, they get a bad rep because they, they preach this fundamentalist way of thinking and of being and existing in this world. And it creates a them versus us mentality instead of us altogether. Listen, I don't feel like it's only just Christians. I feel like every religion has its extremists. Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. Where yes. you find them in, you know, the Muslim religion, like almost any religion, like there's always that one group or sect of that religion that wants to go to the extreme of it. And it's like, you know, there it kind of takes away all, from all the beautiful parts and aspects of that religion. Because then that's the, what people end up starting to correlate it with. And then it kind of, you know, really takes away from, you know, the, the, the higher purpose and the meaning of any religion when you have those people involved in it. You know, I... And you're right too, Vincent, in saying that there's extremists in, in every religion. I definitely feel that there's, I, I want to say like, there's kind of like the big two in a sense. That, that thing, like it's predominantly like, you know, Christianity is widely practiced. So it's also, it right. comes across a lot more. Right. And, lot to, more. <laughs> right. and to Theo's point, you know, about um, the fact that it's kind of like, it's like, the Christian way or no way sometimes that I, that that's the energy like I'll, I'll receive sometimes. And I feel like that's, that's really hard to digest and to, and to understand and comprehend sometimes it's kind of like, well, I thought Christianity was supposed to be about love. And, you know, especially when we speak about, you know, Jesus and, um, and, and his story and a lot of biblical stories, to be honest, you know, that I, I always kind of felt like the base, at least growing up, that the base was was from love or telling stories of love and of sacrifice and things like that. And so then to kind of see it framed in such vitriol is mm-hmm. hard. That's difficult to... No, for a very yeah. long time, I had this resentment mm-hmm. and this anger and this venom and this toxicity towards Christianity. And when I talk about Christianity, I talk about all denominations. Mm-hmm. The ones I've encountered was mostly Catholic and Pentecostal. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> because for a very long time... Pentecostal over here. Well, because for a very long time, those people um, attempted to oppress and suppress me in a way that was really bothersome to me in my very young, undeveloped mind. Mm. 
And I used to encounter Christians and automatically, the minute you told me you were a Christian, I was um, automatically repulsed by you. Like, here you go. Here we go. Yeah, here, here we go with this Christian MFR because of my, <laughs> yeah, that's, I'm sorry, but that's what it was for a very long time. And then when I was in, in, in grad school, I was like, oh, all Christians aren't like those Bible thumping, um, um, speaking in tongues oppressive um, folks that I met because they were oppressive mm -hmm. and just angry and bitter about my Islam. And then when my queerness, so I discovered my queerness, they were even more oppressive and just violent with their words, with everything. And I was just like, you guys are exhausting the shit out of me. Get away from me. <laughs> do, you, do you feel, and I guess this is a good question. Do you feel as members of the queer community, do you feel that in that sense, you experience, like you experience like a, a level of oppression twice? Yes. I, like, do you know what I mean? Amen. Yes. Right? So like, not like, and, and don't get me wrong. Obviously there's, 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 as they say, there's levels to this, shit, right? You know what I mean? So like yeah. there's, there's, you know, I mean, depending on your, your intersectionality story, because, you know, if you're a queer woman or, you know, a, you're a queer woman of color or, you know, so, so setting that above, you know, what we go through as, um, you know, for us, but like you experience it kind of twice. So it's like, okay, so it went in, in the way it pertains to religion. So first it's, you know, or it could be either way, you know, it could be you experience the oppression of your, your queerness first, or it could be you're experiencing that oppression from religion. I often have found and have seen that the oppression of with wherein it pertains to queerness intersects with the oppression from religion. So I feel like they cross right over one another. And well, I was oppressed like when my priest told me not to tell anybody. Yeah, mm. exactly. Exactly. Oppressed and silenced. That's that's not cool at all. Mm. That's not mm -hmm. cool at all. Not was fucking around. My priest didn't tell me that. My priest is actually real cool. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't stand you already. Well, I, I get that. that <laughs> no, but they kind of do go like hand in hand. And sometimes, like, just the overall religion is kind of like. There is a lot of guilt that goes around. No, no, you're so right. You're just so in right. in general, like for just living life <laughs> and then act gay, like being gay on top of that, it's like, ooh, you just like the holy girl of no-nos and, right. you know, we'll get your bed ready and hell for you right now. We'll get your chains ready. <laughs> isn't, isn't that like the, and that's the feeling is that, and, and you guys, you know, let me know what your, your thought is about it, but I feel like. Like what you said, Vincent, like it is the holy grail of all sins, like mm. to be yeah. queer. It, it like does that the when, like, when a sin is a sin, like period. Right. It's like almost as if to say, and, and for me, the, the my view of, you know, as far as sin goes, I, I don't think this is not something that I... Like, I don't wake up in my queerness every day and go, I am just actively sinning as a, a queer person, right? Like, I don't, that's, I don't feel, I feel like if I, you know, walk past someone and I'm, you know, cussing them out in my head, like, okay, that, that's a little sinful. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, 
I, I view it that way. Well, I have that extra cupcake. I'm too right. Or, you know, I have that, <laughs> or, you know, maybe I kept someone, you know, like, I should have given that oh. cupcake to Cindy, but I didn't. <laughs> you know, like, like that kind of situation. But I'm not waking up and going, okay, my pure existence as a queer man is sinful. Like, you know what I mean? And so that's why but I want to understand that people do feel like that. Like, even when you're, especially when you're first. I know Theo hates it, when, but when a lot of people first are coming out the closet or dealing with those feelings, oh, they don't, <laughs> they don't know, like because like the, between their religion and then like you know the social dynamics of like you know friends, family, and with that, like it kind of does make you feel it can, or make some people feel like you know guilty. And I remember having some of that guilt. Where I'm like, uh, you know, this is you know. I'm, uh, I was told I might be going to hell, but like I can't help this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, Vincent, I hear you loud and clear on that, and I, I hear Theo and Isaiah. You know, um, I think I, particularly what Isaiah is saying really resonates with me because it's almost like you can't win if you're queer mm-hmm. and and uh, um, uh, a person of faith. It's you just yeah. can't win because other people of faith who are not queer. They they get you caught in this paradigm or this sort of intersection. Like like I've been in situations where people didn't know that I was uh, a trans woman, mm-hmm. you know. So but and I've been like, oh, but you're a Christian, so you need to be this kind of black woman. Mm-hmm. If they had known wow. that I was a trans black woman, oh my goodness. They were then, all, yeah. So so it's almost like a double indemnity kind of thing. Yes. Uh, you know you double you get double punished but also you know the one of the most perverse things about people who are like uber religious to the point of um abusing religion Mm -hmm. is that they not only want to like damn your reality now but they want to damn your afterlife you're going to hell like damn like like, not even horrible now and afterwards right like like, you don't want i might as well just sleep with joe down the street okay it's like like, wait a minute so you i can't you don't want me to be great in life and you don't want me to be great in my afterlife also those same people though like they we just get it the worst like you know being of our community but like also uh women also get it as well like you know mm-hmm. like just with when it comes to their, their right to choose and stuff like that and it's those same people that are harping on uh, like us are also harping on those people there's miserable horrible people I think I'm like, yo, you had to do some shit. Like, who are you trying? Who are you trying to like, like put under the bus and make yourself feel better? Like- mm-hmm. And that's another, I, I think, thing you know to to touch on too is I feel that many a times, uh, it's it's kind of like, okay, well, I'm going to I'm going to use or abuse the religion in this sense because. I have some skeletons in my closet for lack of better phrasing, <laughs> you know, there's, there's something going on here. And so it's, it, that, that's not from a place of love. And, and, you know, on the flip side of that, you know, I love the way, like I said, I love the way Danielle um, explained it as, you know, like we said, it's, it's a hub for spirituality or it's supposed mm. to be a hub for spirituality yeah. it's supposed to be, you know, like I was saying earlier, you know, the stories, the Christian stories of, of, you know, of Jesus and of, you know, love and sacrifice. And that's for me, 
those are the things that I admired, I have to say, growing up and, you know, and learning about the Bible originally. Those are the things that I loved and admired is these these stories of love and of sacrifice and of family and things of that nature and these anecdotes that you could yeah. literally... I think, like, we like we touched on a little bit in the last episode, but I feel like now that we've got, like, this uh, expert on the phone, <laughs> 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 but, like, you know... I'm sure throughout your studies, you guys, like, you know, certain things in context that was, you know, created back then, like, their vocabulary wasn't as extensive, like, their... Well, they were Neanderthals. Like, they didn't have as many <laughs> analogies, like, so it's, like... like well, that's the thing, that right? Value or, like, some of these stories, like... Or... Right. That's the thing, you know, um, particularly, uh, I'll speak about uh, Christianity. That's the thing about Christianity it is oftentimes the person, the preacher or the pastor who is interpreting these texts, mm-hmm. who is the one who is abusing them. Mm-hmm. You know, the intent of God is there. And and that people ask me, well, how could you be queer, a queer black woman in 2022 and be a Christian? How could you, Danielle? And my answer is always the same. You know, it's always the people who are practicing the religion, not spirituality, mm-hmm. but who are practicing religion, who, uh, who turn around and be use it as a tool of oppression and abuse. Yeah. And you know, um the the the, the narratives, the biblical narratives, they rock for themselves. Even even the the um, the Muslim narratives, the Islamic narratives um rock for themselves. And here's an example. Yep. Like if I told you Ray Ray down the down the street, you know, he used to sling he used to sling weed, you know. Oh you know Ray Ray. And, and, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but now now he on the straight and narrow and he took all his money he made from weed Good and bought five the kids, mm-hmm. you know, Nikes to go to school for, for the first week at school and book bags and stuff. Yeah, I mean this essentially I mean this is a very elementary and kind of yeah. Yeah. of explaining what right. Jesus Christ did in his life but right. it's always the person interpreting who who is the one who is doing the the malpractice the theological malpractice mm-hmm. and and that's what it is it's abusive theological malpractice and um calling folks out on it it it's, it must be done because there are a lot of people who are hurt and ostracized by these people who use religion in this way but you know what? It's also these folks who do this. Um, you said spiritual malpractice. Yeah, I'm gonna that. steal that from you. I came up with that. <laughs> I love that. It's always these people. When you hear, when I hear these people preaching this hate and this vile toxicity, I think, oh, this person. I've been conditioned not to believe. Oh, this person must be hurting. Oh, this person has the most to hide. Mm-hmm. If you are sitting there in the pulpit and you busy chastising and you're busy judging you have a lot of demons you have to work through and you have a lot of skeletons in your closet so that's the way i think folks should think i think folks should think that way so they don't take on that toxicity and, and they're also and, and they're also the person who didn't do their work right they're mm. also the person like like I always I see it so often it's just like oh my goodness I need some Pepto-Bismol every time I see it because (laughs) because it's always the person who didn't open the book who didn't do their exegetical work we call it exegetical Mm -hmm. work who didn't who couldn't understand the context in which the scripture was presented that they at at a last ditch measure you know at a last ditch effort is always oh gays are going to hell you know because that is what is so you know you can get an amen you can get people engaged from that. But the people who do the work know better. 
Well, ne- would never say such vile things. No, and you're absolutely right. Because if you do the work, if you sit with the text long enough, mm-hmm. the text, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, mm-hmm. is transformative. And we have to start looking at people who are in the pulpit, like people who practice medicine or people who practice therapy. Yeah. Did you, Mo- Mofo, did you go to school for that? Thank like, you. Did you, or know what did you're doing? you. I was uh, just going to say that in true. medicine, you will some with colleagues and you will hear things and you will be like, does this motherfucker pick up the book? They read they reread from the same they reread from the same book because if we both read from the same book, how is it that you have zero understanding? Science and, literate. And then we all have the understanding and diagnosing and doing exactly what it is that we're supposed to do. But so sometimes like it bewilders me. Is like science, so it's like that's a little crazy because like, y'all should be on that same page of understanding factual evidence where I feel like religion and like the Bible and stuff like that it has a, that room for interpretation, which it should still be giving a But it doesn't. Sense. It no. doesn't. The reality is, is that the Bible is like any other discipline, really. I mean, theology, yeah. divinity is like any other discipline that we have what we call systematic theology. I mean, I mean, I mean, like, and here's a prime example in a very mm-hmm. elementary way. You, you in re, in religion, we believe some some believe in the triune God, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, right? Mm-hmm. I got, I just got into somebody's behind, but he keeps saying, and he's been doing it for three years now. <laughs> and I told him, I will not come back to his church. I will not preach at his church because of this, you know, because you keep saying, I'm not going to argue the fact that Jesus was male. Fine, Jesus was male. I'm not going to argue the fact that God may even be male. You want to you want to ascribe male because you don't have the expansive vocabulary to say they or God, she or God, he, okay. and mix it up. But the Holy Spirit, you're going to tell me Casper the Friendly Ghost got a penis? <laughs> <laughs> Are you really trying to tell me Casper the Friendly Ghost has a penis? Not Casper. Okay, all right. And so the Holy Spirit, right, and, uh-huh. and incidentally, Theology and divinity are a discipline because in divinity, if you study Judaism, you which is the the first uh, first uh, Old Testament, Mm -hmm. right? We get the Old Testament from the Tanakh, Torah, the Pentateuch. Um, The the word for the Holy Spirit, the wind of God, the ruach, is female. It's female. Mm. And people might say, well, why does that matter so much to you, Danielle? You know, it it really matters to me because the little black girl in the front pew needs to know that she, too, was made in the image of God. Amen. Mm. And and, and I'm not going to stand for it no more. Mm. I'm not going to stand for it no more. Because guess what? On the other side of that, she's hearing that God is male. And that she is she is subordinate to God, which we are. I mean, I believe we all are in many ways because God created us. If mm-hmm. if you ascribe to that, but mm-hmm. um, she too needs to know that she is created in the image of God because that is a that's a principle, that's a corner that's cornerstone to our faith yeah. that we are all made in the image of God, mm-hmm. especially because God looks like me. So <laughs> exactly, <laughs> exactly. No, but you know what? That's true. And, and, and people, again, have to separate what's culture and what is written in the scripture on the doctrine. Because I, once again, sure. as a man, as a Muslim man, I grew up a Muslim and reading the Quran, you understand that in the Quran, it doesn't say that women are inferior to men. Mm-hmm. It says that women are equal to men. It is culturally in, 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 in these Arab countries that these men 
mm-hmm. do spiritual malpractice and and say that women can't do this and women We're can't loving do that. that. Word, that phrase you're taught on that. Yeah, <laughs> and like women are so inferior. As a Christian, the Islamic faith is so beautiful to me. Like when they do the call to prayer, oh my God, that's so beautiful. We, How we, it rings throughout the city. express that in the other episode. Oh my goodness. I expressed that. How it rings yeah. throughout the city. Um, yeah. it, it, that it, it has people. It has the ability to cause people. It does. It makes people stop in their tracks and acknowledge their creator. And that's, that's spirituality there, by the way. Yes, yeah. yes, that, you're right. That is amazing. That is a, it gives me goosebumps just even thinking about it, Sam. Yeah. Well, we have to, I, once again, I would love to see a generation of LGBTQ plus people just go into theology, open up their own churches, or their own synagogues, their own a mosque, and be in the front of this fuckery that's been preached for years. Mm-hmm. Be at the forefront and let people know. Let the black, brown, yellow children understand that you too are worth living. You too are worth enjoying life and the afterlife. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. That would be such a beautiful and I you know what? to see that in my lifetime. The reality is, is that it has already happened in Conversely, for example, many of us are already born into faith-believing homes, right? right. Religious homes that also yeah. have are, are, are faith believers and and spirit, profess to be spiritual. And but the problem is that is what's modeled in those homes is is horrible. It's abusive. It's spiritual abuse mm-hmm. because you know you might not know that your child is same gender loving. You might be raising a young black male. You might not know that he is, is is harboring feelings of being same gender loving, and you're espousing a religion and a faith that says he's going to hell. You've damned your child, and so we do need people to grow up and to be liberated and empowered to understand the real truth about these things. Because you know it it it, and one of the things I like to say too, and this is great for Vincent Theo and um oh. Isaiah. 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 Yeah. <laughs> I'm getting it's my first time. I'm a virgin. So <laughs> uh, this is important though. I was gonna say about um these things because it really just does transcend so many disciplines. The person who was abused in their home um by somebody who, who had a faith that did not see them winds up sitting in the chair of a psychiatrist. The life expectancies and the um, general health outcomes of people who are who don't have good mental hygiene is they're poor. They're poor, and all of that merges and intersects into one human being. And so, we really do need to really focus on this kind of stuff. Well, you know, I've learned through my soon-to-be thirty-seven years of living. I'm accepting that my birthday. I need you to hold on to that, boo. Forty is coming. (laughs) I have learned that. Um, words are violent, can be violent. Yes. That, yes. And, and deeper I, than natural, physically, yeah. Yeah, and, and, and it and can have just as much harm as physically harming someone. Because if you're sitting in the mosque, if you're sitting in the temple, if you're sitting in a church, and you are constantly hearing these violent words, how are you supposed to be flourishing spiritually or psycho- um, psychologically? And, 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 and in the real world, when you've been subjected to violence mm-hmm. all your life. Mm-hmm. And I, as a Muslim man who had clo- was, was in close proximity to Christians, I, I experienced violence 
in terms of the language that was being fed to me mm -hmm. on both sides, from my mom's side that were very Pentecostal and my father who side who are Muslim, like Orthodox, like to the bone. Mm -hmm. And I, when I, now as an adult, when I, I sift through all that information and those experiencing those words, if I didn't get the necessary, God knows I had an epiphany or whatever it was that yeah. got me to this place of comfort and acceptance and empowered, and I'm rooted in this, um, then, I, I would have been broken. And I would have been unhealthy. It goes back to even that, like I'm definitely getting this wrong, but like that labeling theory or the labeling complex. If you're yep. constantly around and you're, you're hearing people call you a horrible person, you're a piece of shit, or like you're such a bad person for... Going to hell. You start to Hallelujah. believe it. You're Everybody's like, speaking in tongues. Like... <laughs> the amount of time that I, there was a long period of time, and before anyone even, even said it to me, just from hearing other people speak about it, the amount of time I spent thinking that I was going to hell and that I was never, there was no view for me if I decided to lean into my queerness. There was no like future for me that involved um that involved any type of, of happiness, you know, in a relationship or or just in my life, like in general. The way I internalized that, I mean that violence. It was like, yeah, it was it was, it was very it felt very much like, wow, I'm like, I don't know what my, there were times where I would think to myself, like, I don't know what my adult life is going to look like. Mm. Like, I but you get can't rid of envision, very scary. You can't envision the, the, the beautifulness of adulthood when you are constantly in a violent space. Mm. Yeah. You yeah. can only live from for day to day, from yeah. service to service. And that's something that a lot of us were not given. And we, here's I, the, I, you have to find it. Yeah. And the most insidious thing about that, Theo, is that, um, these are the people who birthed you into this world. I mean, this, these are the people who are your, your, your community, your family, who are supposed to love you and promote you and, and support you and encourage you. And yet the converse happens when you, when you uh, say at any given time that you are different. Um, or even you are signs eligible. of being mm -hmm. slightly different. Like... Yeah. 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 I think that I, I do want to, I, I I do want to say that and end on this. I think um, I think religion and spirituality are both really about hope, right? Yeah. Hope in um, mm -hmm. hope in just not you know. There are many unanswered questions we all have as humans. You know what happens to us when we die and da 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 da. Mm -hmm. But hope and love. I mean, the Apostle Paul writes yeah. a lot, and sometimes I don't like what he writes, but <laughs> hope and love are are really what keep me. Um, in Christianity and really have enriched my life. And so I, I wish that for everybody. I don't care what your religion is. And I, by the way, I don't think that Muslims are going to hell. I don't think Jews are going to hell. I don't yeah. think Buddhists are going to hell. I just am just about having love. And so I wish that for everybody. You know who is going to hell? Witches. No, that's it when it's colder than the witches quit outside. Okay, now let me go check with my coven now. Yeah, that's what we didn't talk about. And you know what? This is utter heresy, but you know, 
I love witches. I just, I mean, I might be a I witch. I think it's Who knows? fascinating, Sam's. I really I love it. So <laughs> how wonderful it would be for Christians to believe that they could, you know, open the palms of their hands and spit a fireball out. They need to Amen. believe that too. I think that, That's I think true. religion and spirituality is that powerful. I really do. Yeah. Because what I do know is, right, the evil that exists with people who condone uh, condemning others is that powerful. So the good must be equally as Just as powerful. Well, that's a good way of ending. I agree. Thank yeah. you, everyone, and thank you, Danielle. Thank yeah. you. And until next time, everyone. Until next time. Until next time. Until next time. This is Make It It Make Sense <laughs> with Theo, Vincent, Isaiah, and Danielle. Thanks for having me, guys. <laughs>